So, welcome back to our second panel on better packaging, more solutions for the fashion industry. I already um, said to you before that it might not be just about solutions, but about problems and initiatives around that topic. And uh, some of you have been maybe already in the panel before. We talked about uh, repack and the reusable packaging systems. And in that panel, we want to talk a bit more about what can we do from the B2C, uh, B2B side because the repack, as we heard before, is more concentrating on B2C customers. And there is still the problem, how is the garment uh, coming from the production to the customer, to the warehouse where everything is changed. I mean, uh, every single piece of clothing is packed. They need to be protected. And this is an incredible incredible amount of waste. We heard about the waste uh, already on uh, the, the other panels within the uh, on the upcycling topic, but um, actually the packaging waste is uh, a huge problem what we are facing too. And um, I welcome here today uh, Annabelle Hohmann from Lanius. And then I have to concentrate because Ricardo Garay is not the right name. It's Linus Müller from Circular Systems, Agraloof. And then we have Steffen Riese von Pure. I would like to start with Annabelle uh, from the No Plastic Initiative by Lanius. And I'm sure she can tell us a bit better in the next five to seven minutes about that great initiative which was started by them. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm uh, Annabelle Hohmann and I work as a marketing manager for Lanius. And um, yeah, I studied uh, sustainable development. Um, and um, yeah, I worked there now for six years, so quite a long time. And I'm actually personally uh, related to the label because I'm the daughter of the, the founder, Claudia Lanius. And um, yeah, Lanius is like making fair and organic fashion since 20 years now, so quite a long time. And we make um, high, we choose high quality uh, organic materials and produce them under fair conditions. So um, our clothes are like middle, middle price range, a little bit upper middle, something like this. So high quality garments and all of them were packed in plastic till now. Um, we have every year we have um, a meeting with the whole company for sustainable development and the topic came up it's present everywhere and we were like we have to change something but but what just like what is the alternatives and we did a lot of research and we were finding biodegradable uh, bags that seem to be or looking like plastic but they're but they're not they are from organic materials so we were like yeah this sounds great but hmm how they get biodegraded and we there 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 are not so we were like okay this is not a real alternative so they will get burned at the end when the consumer is unpacking or our retailers are unpacking it in the store they would just like throw it away and they get burned so this is not really an alternative so what we did then was we were um inviting um, to us other brands, other sustainable brands we know, like Hess Natur, Armed Angels, Mars, and several more. And also we invited uh, Stop Microwaste, the organization, and EVN, and somebody from the environmental um, minister from um, Germany. 
And so we talked about and we exchanged knowledge about what alternatives are there, what, what problems do other labels have uh, facing this, this case. And we were, um, yeah, we, we came to um, the conclusion that there is not the perfect solution so that you have to find as a label many different solutions for your products. So there's not, there's nothing we can find that is as... Um, easy uh, as plastic so you can pack everything in plastic and that's that's why everybody does it because it's so easy and you can get it everywhere in the world this was like a very um, um, important point for the labels that you can source source it in different countries because obviously as in fashion industry you produce not only in one country but in and many so um, yeah, so we have to find something that is that you can get everywhere in the world, and we as uh, Lanius we started with a um, short time solution. It sounds super easy, but <laughs> it's paper. Uh, so we did like I I bought one to show it. Um, this is like a paper bag, um, very thin paper, um, and you can see through it actually. So it's it's hundred percent paper. It's pegamine bag. And this is what we, we did now. We tested it with this summer collection to pack 10% of the collection in, in paper. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and our customers really value it because it feels much nicer also than, than plastic and it looks nicer. It's like almost unpacking a present. And I think then at this point, every label should be like, okay, it adds actually value to the product. Obviously, it costs a bit more than plastic, because, but everything will cost more. So that's... That shouldn't be um, an excuse for not changing something. So, yeah, this is why this is what's the first step. And the other one is also very simple. That somebody um, that Mars and actually inspired us to. They started to pack almost everything just like this: small paper, um, banderole, and you can also you have this, the code here. You can scan it, and it's easy to handle. And we use this for trousers and things like this that are very. Um, how do you say it? Um, not so empfindlich. Sensitive? Yeah, uh, no, not so sensitive. Like, but for thin garments and sensitive garments, like white blouses or something, we use this so nothing can happen to it. It's safe. And that's what it's a very important uh, point, that it's safe. So, yeah, this first meeting um, with the other labels, with... Uh, um, the other organization I, I talked to you uh, about was, was the start of the No Plastic Initiative. So we, we want to um, exchange our knowledge. We don't want to hide this. We don't want to say, yeah, we only do it. Uh, no, I think packaging should, we should all work together on this because I think we, we as a brand, we make clothes and this what, what uh, yeah, difference makes a difference between the other labels, our, our fashion and not the packaging. So I think we should all have to work together and I think then we can actually solve a problem to, to, find, to find a way to, to, have, to source a material and to, to bring it in the loop. So I think the future is lying in not single-use packaging like this. I think the future lies in finding a packaging that... The, our retailers because they get the most it's like they get big packages they get a lot of a lot of this and I think they should um, send it back to us or even better send it back to a collection point where, where they collect the packaging 
and where they um, clean it, fix it, whatever, recycle it and make a new packaging out of it. And I think when we all work together as many labels, we have a high amount and we can solve this problem. And there, there can be a single production where they, where they, um, where you or a single place or many different places in Europe where, where where you collect the bags, and where you upcycle them and or and bring them back in the loop. So, I think it's it's not about finding um, a material that that is better than plastic and you use it you single use it. So I don't think that's the future. I think the future is recycling and. Do it using it again and again, and also in the B 2 B kind of sector. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for this uh, insight into uh, the packaging of lanyards. And um, I have already a lot of questions, but I will keep them for the discussion round yeah. afterwards. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure you will also have some questions to that. But I would oh, like uh, to well, one yeah. sec. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I forgot to say that uh, the IFON is now taking over, and they will do a lot of research for alternatives for um, packaging the, of the fashion industry. And they made up a. A second appointment where we all meet together at um, the fashion, the trade fair show Inatex. So, um, because a lot of the brands are there because they're uh, exhibiting, so we meet there on the 26th this month and we um, exchanging again knowledge. How far did we came? What are problems? What what are solutions in the best cases? Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. And then I would like to continue with Steffen and um, maybe you can shortly introduce Pura and what you've done so far with packaging. Thank you. So um, my name is Steffen. Uh, I'm working with Pura for about 10 years now. So pretty much uh, since the beginning in 2008, we started the brand uh, with a focus on, um, on performance ski wear. So totally different field from what we have here. So... Um, It's more sporty, more performance. What we what we do there, um, it's all plastic, so it makes sense if you have a rain jacket. So if you want to have it waterproof, so you need to use um, plastic materials. So what we do is uh, we um, we are focusing on a, to, to close the the material uh, loop. So we. Uh, We're using materials from the recycled, uh, from recycled uh, origin, and make the whole garment recyclable again after use. Um, that means we're focused on mono materials like polyester face fabric, polyester membrane, polyester backing, um, trims if it's possible. Also built on the uh, polyester um, uh, base. That is um, pretty much the idea what we had when we started the brand in 2008. Um, the packaging. Um, uh, we, we didn't, even if we, we took so much um, effort in our materials from, from the, yeah, to certify them, to, uh, to source them from, from, uh, uh, yeah, from, from, special sources to, to develop that with our fabric suppliers. We never took that much uh, attention on the, on the packaging, to be honest. Um, why? More or less a simple question. We had these requirements from the, from the retail. 
So actually, there should be someone from from the retail <laughs> from the next panel. Um, so the retail is quite important in this uh, in this whole um, uh, process, I think. Um, in our case, we have the demands from from many r bigger retailers who are working with uh, with sh shipping with um, uh, with mail order. They um, they require transparency in the bags, so the the material should be transparent, not the the material, uh, the the, uh, the the origin. It's more the, the the material itself should be transparent, and um, so there is not that much um, as uh, yeah PET or PE plastic. So um, we tried some things with uh, recycled plastic. Um, this is what we are working right now. Since we find a better uh, solution, we are working with uh, recycled uh, PET. Um, for us, there's a pretty big, um, or it, it's pretty important to, to inform the consumers that this bag is already recycled and need to be recycled again. So we have to. Um, uh, to teach the, the consumers that they have to put it in, in Germany in the, in the yellow bin, so to, to keep it in the, uh, in the system. But um, uh, we, we were also trying things with other solutions, such as um, cellulose-based uh, uh, materials. So paper, in our case, doesn't work that well because also, we have production in Asia um, since two years now, and um, for the shipment, we need um, yeah the, the materials need to to, to resist the yeah the weather conditions or the, the conditions in the containers. So this is uh, why we can't use paper that well. We also. Annabelle wants yeah. to say something. <laughs> yeah, um, we did very positive. Um, we tested the, the bags this season and uh, also overseas. And uh, yeah, we also had only had positive um, yeah, output coming out of the test. So it was going fine. And I don't, I don't think, because your jackets are, I think, water resistant, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are. So we, we, we should talk later because okay. we're still testing. So if you already did that, <laughs> okay. so we, we okay. should exchange the, the, okay. the results from that. Because it's really interesting to see how new cooperations are starting here <laughs> yeah. on the panel. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. this is, uh, but this is, um, so the, there are, on the one hand, there are mm, requirements from, from the retail, what we need to fulfill. Um, there, right now, I think there's also um, some, changing in the in their minds that we we, we are allowed to, to use other materials as well um, and it's also very difficult because it's not going only with us so if we um, if we change our packaging from um, like normal PET bag to a cellulose, cellulose uh, bag which can uh, bio uh, which is biodegradable in your home and garden compost. So that is quite good if we are shipping directly to the consumers. So, but if we are shipping to the consumers via some 
yeah, some some warehouses or some some retail partners, like like the big mail order um, partners we have. So we are shipping via them to the consumers. The consumer, yeah, brings some some things back. Something is too big, too small, too not right color, whatever. So the returned goods will be packed again. So. There are two two options. Either we supply our bags to the to the warehouse, and they can repack it in our bags, or they pack it in their own bags, and then you have a total mess with uh, some some things are packed in the in the biodegradable um, packaging, some are packed in the normal, and of course the the consumers will will not be sure which one goes into the in, into which. Uh, um, bin in German. So in the brown bin, yellow bin, blue bin. If it's paper, it's 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 confusing then. So yeah, that it's a lot about uh, the products you want to 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 ship, which products, which materials are shipped, and how big they are, and the restrictions from the retailers you are going to to sell with. And uh, of course, if there is already a system which is working, why should you change it? It's a lot of effort, and that's why it's so important that initiatives uh, like the No Plastic Initiative um, are existing. So so we are working on the problem together, and we save time and also and of course money in the end because if we could uh, try out uh, services or materials together it's much cheaper than just doing it on our own and maybe someone already tried something out and another company is still working on it so let's step a little bit back and go back again again to the material side and I would uh, uh, head over to um, Linus and Circular Systems. Maybe you can tell us more about your company and how you approach to this topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Circular Systems originally is a, a textile company. So we focus on making alternative textiles out of, for example, waste products in particular, uh, banana, pineapple, hemp, um, oilseed flax, you name it. Um, so not purpose-grown crops. So traditionally we focus on Things like, for example, cotton, where you use arable land, land which could otherwise be used to grow things like food, um, and use those to, to make fibre. And so the approach that our company has taken is to use a sort of a, a quite a next generation, uh, socially positive, environmentally positive approach, where we use the waste from a food crop um, to make a textile. It's obviously quite exciting. We've, we've got a, a lot of uh, response from the industry. And it was sort of during these, these talks with, with big players like Nike and Adidas that we were informed that in terms of, for example, volume, Nike and Adidas both actually produce more cardboard than they do clothes. Uh, so it's a pretty sort of mind-blowing uh, concept to think that, you know, here we are trying to tackle this huge issue of, of uh, waste in the, in the textile sector but we're really focusing very heavily on, on, on textiles and that would seem logical. Uh, but the irony of it is that by, by, by buying and by, by, by supporting the textile sector, you are inadvertently uh, massively involved in, in creating a huge packaging problem. And that's, I guess, why we're all here. Now, because we're initially still focused on, on creating uh, cellulosic, so we're working with, with biomass crops, um, and creating those biomass into a textile, realistically, you're only going to be able to capture around 20 to 30 percent of that biomass as a textile viable um, uh, fiber. 
And so that leaves around 70% of the crop biomass left for alternative uses. And so um, after discussions with guys like Nike and Adidas, we were really excited to find out that that 70% or proportions or fractions of that 70% could really be used for, for example, packaging. Um, there are the, the, the most sort of low-hanging fruit uses are for pulp and paper. Um, and so that's a very exciting use for that. Um, but we're also working with other alternatives where you can, for example, be using, um, without getting too technical, uh, sort of plastic replacements, which are biodegradable as well. So I think there are options coming down the, down the line for, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, sort of plastic alternatives, which are still plastics. And so, so I guess that's sort of what we focus on. Uh, incorporated into this entire approach of, of using food biomass for uh, alternative valorized uses um, is, a, is a social approach. So we, uh, the, the farmers who typically create this waste have traditionally had to burn it, have traditionally uh, left it to rot. And so by paying them uh, a, a, a premium for their waste, they're suddenly uh, empowered with a new income source. Um, at the same time, especially in places like, for example, India, uh, Southeast Asia is a, is a hotspot for these issues. Um, the, the waste that is created is traditionally burnt. And, and so as you can sort of imagine, when you're burning a crop directly out the front of your farmhouse, where your children are living and, and you are living, it's obviously a massive uh, health problem. So. Uh, a very large proportion in, in cities like, for example, Delhi, which are in these sort of basins, uh, a large amount of the air pollution that's created um, actually comes from crop burning. And so I'm, I'm sure many of you guys have heard of that already. So by, by finding new valorized approaches, um, or by, by valorization, sorry, I mean uh, creating value out of a, a, a traditionally considered waste product, uh, by, by valorizing these products, um, there's a, a huge amount of impact that can be had. And to sort of sum it all up, um, you know, I think it's really exciting that we're having this discussion because, you know, traditionally it's, again, it's always focused about the, the, the fibre, the textile fibre, but it's just as much a, a packaging problem as it is a, a fibre, as, a, a, as it is a textile problem. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this introduction and uh, insights into your companies. I think it's also really interesting. We, we went to the, the material and the material is maybe not only the, the point where we have to start to, as Annabelle already mentioned before, it's the whole system we have to approach and we have to uh, to go more into it and to understand it, how, is, how it is working. And of course, actually, these are companies which are producing clothes on the first hand, but then there's this ma massive problem of bo uh, about packaging and we, uh, we try to find uh, a solution how we can go on with that. And um, so uh, I had another question for Annabelle because before you were um, demonstrating uh, the alternatives you came up with at Lanius. And um, these are um, packaging solutions you found out to distribute to the customer. So it's from the warehouse to the customer customer or how is it really working? No, it's uh, coming from the production. So the production is packing uh, not in plastics, uh, they pack in, um, in paper. And we tried um, different productions um, in Europe and in Asia uh, for our test now this summer and they all did well and obviously they are, they are like, well, okay, why do we have to change and you have to like pursue them and um, like try to figure out how to do it and uh, yeah but they are all uh, did good and we're interested in 
in it, so it wasn't a problem. And in our warehouse, it wasn't a problem as well. They could easily grab it. They they can handle it, scan it, and um, yeah. And even even more interesting, it was when it came to the consumer or it came into the retail. Um, they were yeah, they were loving it. <laughs> they really like it. So it's a very um, yeah, it's a very impressive and important topic and everybody knows about it and when you then get something that is different uh, when you're at home or when you're in a shop you're like hey somebody thought about uh, something new or somebody is trying to do something different uh, although it might not be the perfect solution for for everything but it is for some garments for us for some clothes and yeah then we should start with it so yeah And uh, did you have uh, problems with getting wet uh, the, the materials or do you, did you have a master bag where you put everything in from the production or is, is, is shipped like that and it's working? Yeah, it was shipped like that. Okay. Yeah, no problem. In the storage room, do you have cha did you change something? Did you use different boxes where you put it in? Or no, it? no. <laughs> it's the same size. You, we still have the same um, in the middle. When you fold it, you, there's a Uh, paper slice so it gets it stays in shape um, yeah and has the same so it's we didn't do had to do it differently no it was um, easy yeah but it depends also maybe on the products you do and I don't know if it's with pure the same if you could approach this um, in the same way or maybe it's uh, then you have with the jackets a bit of yeah. a, a different problem because they're moving and then they're not so much in shape Yeah. I, I, I'm, as I said before, um, we're still testing. Yeah. But um, our products are much more heavy. I think, or from from what we know now, yeah. it is not that easy to to handle that. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm really looking forward for this cellulose um, solution. That would be really really great. Um, so but yeah let's let's see how it uh, how it will be in about one year but how do you recycle it the, the cellulose yeah how do they get Bra brown packed? bin you brown. or you can dig it in your in your uh, garden yeah, but it, it's really it. home and garden compostable yeah it is super expensive that is a problem actually. i know <laughs> <laughs> i know how the price <laughs> yeah we had a look at that as well but as i said i don't know if i said it, but Most of our customers don't have it. They don't have a compost. They don't have a garden. So they will put it in a trash and somebody will burn it at the end. So I'm, I'm not really a fan of that solution, I have to say. And for paper, it is 80% in Germany gets recycled. That's a lot. So in comparison to plastic, especially only 30% of the plastic uh, waste gets recycled in Germany. So it is a lot, a lot better. In that case, yeah. Yeah, this is what also uh, Repack said before in the panel that uh, they had the same uh, idea that they, the, the people in, at the waste sorting um, center, they would tear it out because they think it's normal plastic and it could cause confusion if you don't really have a way how you can communicate it. So I really have, to, I really think that cellulose bags are a good idea. I really think they're a good idea. But then the consumer has, or the retailers, they have to send it back. And we have to make out of this a new, a new, um, a new package or use it again. Yeah. So I think they, it has to come back. 
it's not supposed to get into waste. It's not supposed to get into the bin or into the garden or anything. So you, if you order like, if you are a shop and you order like, I don't know, hundreds, thousands of clothes from from us, and then you have hundreds of thousands of bags, and you won't put it in the garden, and put you, you just don't do it. Yeah, I think that's that's not a solution. So I think they has to come back. We have, you have as a label, you have to send. Here is your your return ticket. Just send it back to us. We do new bags. We use it again. So I think that would be great. And we definitely continue in working on in this sector. Do you want to add something, or shall we head over to the audience? And maybe there are some questions. To hi, um, I'm Alexia. I'm working with a, for a Spanish company. So thanks again uh, for your talks. Um, I've got a specific question to Annabel, please. Um, about your experience with some, perhaps, hopefully, uh, department stores. Um, you also said it, Stefan, it's all about retail, requirement, etc. Working with department stores is being able to scan all the tags, etc. I just wanted to be sure that it's um, paper bags are transparent enough to work uh, on this way or if you have to put a second tag uh, on, on the paper bag. And how also, sorry, second question, about how you wrap it about outwear pieces, a bit linked to the jacket. How, do you also use this in uh, paper, um, how you say that? Well, to wrap it, no, not the paper, obviously not the paper envelope, definitely too big for that. Thanks a lot. Uh, so, um, yes, we do coats and we do jackets, but yeah, this is not working for it. So we have to find something for that. So we start. Um, we started this collection with packing 10% in the paper bags or in paper. And this, the spring-summer 20 collection, it will be 40% of the whole collection. So we'll be packed in paper. And then we have to think of other things for jackets, for example, because you, you, will, like, you will touch it and then it probably breaks. And what was the first question again? The barcode, the barcode, if you can scan the barcode. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the department stores. Um, you can scan to the pergamine bag. It's, it's semi-transparent um, and we tested it uh, before, obviously, if you can scan and you can scan and you can see. So that's, that's working. So if, if some retailers say they, it's necessary, which I think... It's not really necessary if you have a sticker because I don't really think people really... They have to unpack it before. Otherwise, they can't send it back to us. If there's anything with the product, they have to check the product um, when they get it. So, yeah, I don't know. Are there any further questions? Everything is clear? Or do you have also to add some ideas or problems you were facing within your company? Okay, so we talked about the material, we talked about the system, how to take it back. And um, also uh, another question would be for me, um, is, is the design of the packaging also important? Um, I mean, we talked about the transparency aspect that you need to, to scan through, but what about the, um, 
yeah, the glue, you, 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 you have to close it somehow, the closure of the bags. And uh, how was your um, experience with that? How is it working with the pergamene uh, bags, for example? For now, it's glue. But uh, we want to um, develop or want to change it into a technical um, closing so that you don't need to use glues any glue anymore and you can actually open it, with, open it without breaking the package. So you can use it again. So um, when somebody orders something in our online shop and they send something back, they can open the bag without destroying them. This is what we do want to do next it's just a, it's a small change but it's I think it will have some impact for, for using it again or you can ha also use like glue that you can actually use more and more uh, not only one time but you can use it a second time so without destroying the package so without, when somebody has opened it carefully it, it can be used another time yeah okay and um, in terms of um The sizes uh, of the bags. Do you do you have one size, or did you? I mean, it's all also maybe. Um, how is it working? There's SML packages, or um, because sometimes also the cardboard boxes they are not really filled out. And um, how is that working? We developed our own size. So what we what was best for us. I think now we have two sizes, but you can. Yeah, obviously you can develop and choose it by yourself what kind of size you want so they make it for you okay so the collaboration aspect what we mentioned before is is really important because as we see there is no proper solution yet on the market there are always pros and cons and um It's really important that we uh, we come together, and this is also joining us. This is um, uh, linking our mission, um, and we all have the same idea about uh, sustainability in fashion. But the packaging problem, yeah, we need to to solve somehow. So I I really thank you for this panel. I think it was not an easy one because <laughs> because there is no solution, and we cannot talk about like a best practice yet. But you see that we already uh, have some steps into this future and I'm really looking forward to develop it together with you <laughs> thank you so much Stefan, Annabelle Thank you. and Linus for this panel